0: Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. There you go. My name is Jordan, and this is episode 43 of Sodom and I. Now, it is about 7.40 a.m., so that's why my voice sounds raspy. It's the first thing I do in the morning before everything. Now, and I think this is how it's supposed to be, but Let's go ahead, I'm going to go through my, excuse me, my third day of my gratitude journal today. I'm going to read what I wrote last night. Day three, the number one thing I'm grateful for, not only on day three, but every day, is God. Just thank you, thank you for being such an available, available asset Sometimes when something is an asset in our lives, it's not like always readily available, but God is. He's always available to hear what we have to say, to listen to our wants. He already knows our needs. He just wants us to ask for it. You know, the power of the tongue is very, very much real. But My my band director used to say it's hung by the tongue. I think about that stuff all the time, daily, hung by the tongue. So watch what you say. Uh, watch what you say, right? That was number one. Number two, I'm grateful for priorities, right? Because sometimes it's really easy to to get distracted. You know, thank God for priorities and helping me understand what my priorities are and giving me the ability to set them straight you know we all have the ability to set our priorities straight but not all of us do so thank you for priorities lord number three patience thank you for patience look i put parentheses not perfect but much better over time i will say as a human I am much more patient than I was this time last year. I'll say, that then I'm more patient than a couple months ago. You know, I'm always trying to do better and progress. So thank you, Lord, for the patience. Number four, the ability to make seasoned children of the Lord feel like new again. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I did a. Uh, The woman who I went to the hospital with on Monday with her and her husband, I did her hair yesterday and we were going to do a curly perm, but as a professional, I did not recommend that we should do it on her hair because it was a bit damaged on top, but I still gave her a nice wash and a blow dry and gave her a silk press and gave her some curls and she she, she loved it. She was very happy. She, when her husband got home, because God is just so good, or, <laughs> well, he's, a he, you never, you never really know what he doing until he make it happen. <laughs> You're kind of just on, like, a roller coaster until he wants you to know what's happening, right? So, um, yesterday, plan was the woman she was gonna get dropped off at home that way she could get a couple things and get her hair done Ooh, and then i also mm-hmm, couldn't understand what i'm saying then i was gonna bring her back after um after i finished her hair to the hospital but while we were at the hospital while we were at the the apartment complex her husband gave her a call and told her that he's being discharged and she was like why and he said the it's like the system the system at the hospital yesterday like shut down and they were like we can send you home because we don't like have we won't be able to check your vitals and anything here anyways because like their whole system went down yesterday and i'm like what the last time you heard of that happening at a hospital bro that's crazy So they were discharging people and saying, you know, if you have any issues, go to this, uh, like go to this hospital. But you can't come back here Hmm. because our system is down. And I was like, wow, so he's coming home and I didn't have to drive her back to the hospital. And it was just awesome. You know, it's good that he was able to be home, see him talking and moving. And everything. I'm glad he's feeling better. So, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for that. So, what was the next one? My iPad screen turned off. ability to make seasoned children of the Lord feel like new again. You know, I feel like there's a lot... There's a more respectful way to say old people. The ability to make seasoned children of the Lord... Like new again. When I'm old, I don't want people to call me old. I already know. I'm well aware of how long I've been alive. (laughs) You know? So, seasoned children. That's all they are. We're all children of the Lord. We're all His babies. Seasoned children. That's what I like. Number five, my professionalism and ability to speak. While I was doing a her hair I was like you know that I didn't realize the chair that she was in could rotate thank you lord that made both of our lives so much easier because I didn't want her to keep getting up and getting down and um I was like all right I'm gonna move your chair and she was like nope nope I'm gonna get up and I was like I'm strong I can turn you she was like nope I want you to be here for as long as you possibly can so you need to preserve your back. <laughs> she reminds me of my mom a lot and um I was like it's all right and then she was like I'm gonna get up and she turned the chair and then began to stand and I was like, oh I didn't even know that this chair rotated She was like oh yeah and I'm like now neither of us have to move Jesus said he got it <laughs> The Lord said he'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> i was making both of us laugh yesterday i was like he say both of y'all both of y'all relax i'ma do it because she she's definitely the type of person that um she takes care of everybody before herself you know she's been taking care of her husband and she she's like a you yeah, you yeah, working woman you know, taking care of her husband like that and herself, and she'll let herself go to waste in order to take care of other people. And I've been noticing that. So I'm like, no, I'm gonna do it. You know, she's like, you want me to do this for I'm like, no, do you want me to do this for you? (laughs) I'm like, I know you're not used to having an extra pair of hands, ma'am, but I'm here now, and I'm here to help you you know, I was like, if you guys ever want me to come over and cook for you, I will. You know, I um, I got her some edge control and a, a bonnet and I'm going to bring it. I'm going to see her later on today and give it back to her and then not tell her how much it costs because she wants to pay me back every dime. And she, I, I think she deserves to to be shown some more kindness from the Lord. So I'm not going to tell her to to give me back how much it paid god will do that she doesn't have to do anything except accept it and and sat down and relax let me take care of her i think this is this is partially uh this is partially healing me you know last year around this time uh, last year around this time i lost my grandma my granny um my granny is still well, I didn't lose her, but she, she's passed away. You know, she passed away from the physical. Now she up there partying with Jesus, feeling good, remembering everything and helping out her family. But, um, you know, both of my, my parental grandparents passed away at a, a younger age. So working with older people is low key like, healing <laughs> it, it you know it's making me feel like I'm taking care of my grandma you know I was doing her hair yesterday and I was like "Ooh, this is so pretty <laughs> and she was like oh I can't stop smiling she <laughs> was just so cute so yeah I do I definitely love working with seasoned children right but when I was doing your hair the part that I never got to <laughs> She was, she looked at my, um, my apron and like, I like to, I I like to be organized when I'm working with other people here and I got all my stuff at their place. She was like, Oh, you look so professional. I like your apron. This is so, this is so professional. Oh my gosh. You're so organized. I'm impressed. Like she was like genuinely like, Oh wow. She said, I'm impressed. I was like, yes, ma'am. I like to, you know, if I need to grab a clip, I need it to be right here. But if it's going to be right here for all to see, it need to look good. <laughs> but I, I, her and her husband also, um, they they pointed out the way that I speak. He was like, I like the way she, she talks, the way she speaks. And, um, you know, thank you, Lord, for just expanding my vocabulary and Having me born into a family that understood the importance of uh, hmm, verbal communication. Proper verbal communication. You know, when you're black and then you, you're you growing up and stuff. And you're like just speaking properly like you're educated. And growing up people used to be like, oh, you sound white. Or like, you're like an Oreo. I'd be like, bro, because my parents... Want you to understand what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, I never, I never really understood that. But, um, I'm like, white well, people are not the only people that, um, can communicate efficiently, you know? But they were just complimenting how I do things. And I was like, thank you. You know, it's, it ain't me every time I do something I try and ask the Lord is should I be doing this is this where I need to go guide me father you know so it's none of this is me it's all him this this is his plan for me I'm just following like I'm just I'm just a microphone I say it all the time whether you like what I say or not I'm just a microphone sometimes we're not meant to like what he says we meant to do what he says. <laughs> but number six, open doors. I'm grateful for open doors of opportunity along with the guidance to lead me. Now, yesterday continuing cause I just, I just think about my entire day before I go to bed and, um, what was it? When I went to go do her hair, miss, uh, the woman that I did yesterday, she lives kind of like all the way on the far end of one side, and I could have driven my car over there and had her open the door for me, but like I said, I'm trying to pamper her. There's that, and then um, I was like, maybe if I go through the front door, I'll be able to see you know more people, more clients, and stop and talk to them real quick, and surely enough I was, and I booked another person for after the client I have at nine. So that's why I woke up so early today because I wanted to make sure I get this uh, get this finished first. But I um uh, I got a silk press with some curls at nine, and then I have a relaxer to do at eleven thirty. <laughs> I was like, "Is your hair natural or relaxed?" She was like, "Oh no, I don't do natural, baby. I'm I'm relaxed. I'm straight." Oh <laughs> uh, my! People were so funny. Happy Black History Month. I should I should find a fact to read at the beginning of this Black History Month. Proud to be black, big black, blacky black black. <laughs> and if you're not black, be proud of that too. Don't be ashamed that you're not black. That don't make no sense. That's not how God made you. Be happy with who you are. I'm just happy I'm black. Happy with who you are. I'm just happy I'm black. You feel me? Right? (laughs) Y'all, I am funny. I be cracking myself up. (laughs) And number seven, a church family that knows how to have fun with one another. Yesterday night after I did hair and came back and ate a little bit. um i think two days ago on the second yeah on the second was um my my executive pastor's birthday and he's around our age he's pretty young and he works at famu and um his wife works at aveda yeah that's where i graduated from but they were we went to district 850 yesterday and i thought it was gonna be packed but it it was not it was not that packed so thanks jesus But, you know, we went there. We all had a good time. Like the the college ministry is fun, man. It's so much fun. Man, I wish more people knew that going to church was not lame. You just have to find the right church for you, you know, and you have to be willing to walk in the spiritual path that the Lord meant for you and not the path of life that you think you should walk on. You know, or you want to walk on. Your flesh wants you to walk on. It's okay to give up your flesh sometimes, guys. Trust me. It's not going to be forever. And I look, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know. It ain't going to be forever. God said it's not a no. It's a not now. And you know what? I could take a not now better than I can take a note because regardless if it comes for the Lord I'm gonna have to take it, you know. But it's a not now. It's not a no. So I'm willing to wait. righty and now that we did all that, let's go into our twenty-one day what is God like reading plan. Right, so uh uh-uh, uh I definitely finished this yesterday. Oh, I just finished reading the story. I didn't press a check mark. Wow. Okay, so day one, we read one of God's names. Jehovah Mekaddish. Er, We're going to say that. Yeah. Jehovah Mkaddish, which means the God who sanctifies. And sanctification is what, guys? A word that means to set apart or separate Right, and now we're gonna go to day two. And day two, we learned about Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Abraham sacrificing his son Isaac, but he didn't actually sacrifice it. God gave God literally a ram appeared in the bush. Literally, a ram just got stuck in the bush all of a sudden. God said, "Here." I see how much, I see what you are willing to sacrifice. Come on, Lord. Thank you. You see how, you you see, you see, I say it every, I say it every episode. You see how he just make it work? How he just lets it flow? It's just awesome. That's called what, guys? Confirmation. Sacrifice things for the Lord and watch him come through for you. It's not a no. It's just a, it's just a not now. And thinking like that is what is going to help you get through it. What did God say? He said he will always provide a way out of your temptation. You just have to be willing to ask for it and, and look for it when you are tempted. But he will always give you a way out of your temptation. He not going to say don't do it and then just let you figure it out. <laughs> he going to help you. He's going to take care of you. All right, but we are going to read the devotional for day three today. <clears throat> God is peace. In Judges chapter 6, verse 11 through 24, Gideon's hiding away, head down, working hard. Many of us could say the same about our day today. How often do we toil away, rarely lifting our eyes off our tasks, to have an encounter with the Lord, God calls Gideon to take his eye to take his eyes off his tasks and on to Him. When God gives Gideon the details of His plan, it's clear that Gideon's self-evaluation falls much shorter than God's view of him. Gideon is so caught off guard with he, that he questions God, just to, blah, 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 justice, justice. Ooh, man. Let me slow down, because I'm still tired, and my brain is moving faster than my eyes. (laughs) Judges chapter 6, verse 15. In a simple plea, starting with, pardon me, my lord, Gideon basically tells God, you must be mistaken, not me. I'm weak, unequipped, not capable. You can't mean me, Lord. Gideon trembles with fear of the unknown. His anxious thoughts made clear. What are you doing under, huh? Okay, I thought you was eating something up. You good, babe? Gideon trembles with fear of the unknown. His anxious thoughts made clear in his words. When we doubt and face fear, we can know that we can have peace. Mm -hmm. That we can have peace. The story doesn't end there, though. Even when we experience doubt and fear, we can know that we can have peace. Mm -hmm. In God's infinite goodness, he fills Gideon with the fullness of his peace. He will do the same for us. Gideon is so overwhelmed after his encounter with God that he stops and worships right there where he stands, building an altar for the Lord. That gave me goosebumps. So overwhelmed after his encounter with God that he stops and worships right where he stands. Have y'all ever been so overwhelmed with the love of God that you just can't help but shout hallelujah, sing praises to the Lord. Come on. Oh, my goodness. That's powerful. That's so powerful. He called the altar Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is peace. Judges chapter 6, verse 24. He is changed in that moment from doubt to peace filled, from doubt filled to peace filled. Spending time with the Lord in prayer and worship and in reading his word enables us to experience the peace that only can come from our creator. (laughs) Man, that's so true, bro. My goodness. He knows what we face and what we fear, and he is faithful to equip us to move forward in confidence and peace. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. Come on, buddy. I'm tired. I'm tired of yawning. Reflect. What is one way you can make regular time with the Lord a priority in your day-to-day routine? When is When was one time you experienced God's peace in your life? In what area do you need to ask God for peace? What I like about these questions that we're going to see for the next, what, 18 days now yeah is that they always ask a past present and you know something that can help you with your future type question right so you know I'll answer you go giving you guys my answers give you a little cheat sheet so what is one way you can make regular time with the Lord a priority in your day to day routine well, my answer to that question would be what I'm doing right now. You know, like I, like I said at the beginning of this, uh, this podcast, actually, what, 20-some minutes ago, that I wanted to make God a priority. You know, I want to do this as soon as I wake up before I do any and everything. That's what I want to do. I want to make sure that I put the Lord first and one day to keep me um to hold me accountable to that is this podcast and is doing this podcast in the morning right and i just i just think that it's very uh very funny that the lord um that i helped jehovah's witnesses earlier and that they gave me some bible verses and now i'm reading this devotional and we're talking about his different names you know so there's that one regular time with the lord this podcast this morning routine and you can also incorporate this podcast in your uh, day-to-day routine as a priority because i try to post it right after i do them but sometimes it doesn't load and whatnot and technical difficulties the devil the devil, try to work hard but my god works harder period When was one time you experienced God's peace in your life? I talk about it a lot, or on more than one occasion on this podcast, but um, when I went to California, I'll tell you now that sometimes I can be a a fairly anxious person, but then the Lord is like, peace be still. He's like, I I know you're struggling. Here's a little uh. (laughs) Here's a little uh just chill out, relax, you know? But, uh, when I was in California, I wasn't as emotionally mature and spiritually mature, although I still heavily relied on the Lord for things. I was still relying on him for a lot and not trying to help myself and then ask him. But, uh, when I was lost in California. If I, if, if I did not know the Lord and me and Jesus weren't cool, I would have had so many panic attacks. (laughs) So many panic attacks. I was across the country with a hundred dollars at once. There was maybe, there was maybe a 30 minute period when I had 200. (laughs) But then the hotel took half of that, right? But, without the Lord, I would not have experienced peace there at all until I got to my destination. but god he he settled he settled my anxiety no not he didn't even settle it. He took it away. He just removed it. He said, "Give me, give me that." He just took it. How awesome, Thank you, Lord, my Father. My Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He loves me. I love him too. In what area do you need to ask God for peace? My finances. I'm a piece of my finances. I have bills to pay and people to help. And with the Lord's help, I'm going to get there. That's, I mean, like, this is, um, been asking for more a more stable financial situation, you know, and the thing about asking for these things, the thing about just making these things happen yourself, because faith without works is dead, don't ever forget that, doesn't make sense to pray for something and not work towards it, that's, that's not smart, I was about to say that's stupid, it is stupid, you can't just pray for something, the act of doing that is stupid, so if you do that, I'm not calling you stupid, I'm saying what you're doing is stupid and it doesn't make sense. So that means you need to change it. <laughs> it just means you need to change it. Don't pray for something and, and not work towards it and expect God to do all the work. It is your life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He he can see. I, I, I imagine God seeing everything in an aerial view, but still understanding every intricacy, you know? Uh, So what area do you need to ask God for peace? What way can you make regular time with the Lord a priority in your day-to-day routine? And when was one time you experienced God's peace in your life? Sometime when you were just unusually calm. Like you're like, okay, normally I'd be tripping, but right now I'm unusually calm. Right? Think about that and understand that it was the Lord. Mm -hmm. all right in philippians chapter 4 verse 7 is the first verse along with this in the peace of god that peace which reassures the heart that peace which transcends all understanding that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in christ jesus is yours Mm. i love me some good a.m.p Judges 6. Ooh, look at me. I highlighted this already. (laughs) I highlighted uh, 11 through 16. Judges chapter 6. This is going to be 11 through 24. All right. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree at Ophrah. There we go. Yeah, Ophrah. (laughs) <laughs> which belonged to Joash, the Abiz-thrite. Abizrite, Abizrite, Abizarite, that makes sense. And his son Gideon was beating wheat in the wine press instead of the threshing floor to hide it and save it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, The Lord is with you, O brave man. But Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, then why has all this happened to us? And where are all His wondrous works, which our father told us about? When they said, "Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt?" Whenever people start saying that stuff, uh, read them uh, Judges. When <laughs> people start saying that exact same thing, if God is real, why did slavery happen? If God is real, why did this happen? Go ahead and go ahead and whip out Judges chapter six, verse eleven, and start reading. Go ahead. Because mm-hmm. clearly they don't understand you got to be broken for a breakthrough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not be about to uh, provoke myself with my whole podcast. But clearly I've been listening to the podcast. I'm broken for a breakthrough. Come on, guys. It's right there. <laughs> the Lord is with you, oh brave man. But please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wondrous works which our father told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and put us into the hand of Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength of yours. (laughs) Go in the strength of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Have I not sent you? But Gideon said to him, Please, Lord, how am I to rescue Israel? Behold, my family is the least significant in Manasseh, and I am the youngest, the smallest in my father's house. The Lord answered him, I will certainly be with you, and you will strike down the Midianites as if it were only one man, as if they were only one man. See, this is why I like A.M.P., because that makes sense. The Lord answered him, I will certainly be with you. Because people people could get confused when it says, I will certainly be with you, and you will strike down the Midianites as one man. You would think that it's talking, or well, you would think that the Lord is talking about Gideon, but he's not talking about Gideon. He means as if they were only one man. That's an important piece of information, right? I like AMP, it helps you understand it better. Verse 17 Gideon replied to him, If I have found any favor in your sight, then show me a sign that it is you who speaks with me. Please do not depart from here until I come back to you and bring my offering and place it before you. And he said, I will wait until you return. Wow. Gideon went and prepared a young goat and unleavened bread from an ifaf, a flower, from ifa, a flower. The meat he put in a basket and broth in a pot, and he brought the food to him under the oak, terebinth, and presented it. Mm-hmm. The angel of God said to him, take the meat and unleavened bread and lay them on this rock and pour out the broth over them. And he did so. I know that jar probably smelled crazy. <laughs> Look at me thinking about food right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that guy probably smelled crazy. And he presented it, and he did so. Then the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and unleavened bread. And fire flared up from the rock and consumed the meat and unleavened bread. And the angel of the Lord vanished from his sight. When Gideon realized without any doubt that he was the angel of the Lord, he declared, Oh no, Lord God, for now I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face, and I am doomed. The Lord said to him, Peace, peace to you. Do not be afraid. You shall not die. There we go with that. Do not be afraid. (laughs) Then Gideon built an altar.